Hello, everybody. It's um, somewhat after 11 o'clock at night. It's March 9th, and um, March 9th has uh, much significance for me. It's the date I first met Fred Sonic Smith, who became my husband, and that was in March March 9th, 1976, and then on March 9th, 1989, Robert Maplethorpe uh, died from complications uh, due to AIDS. So the state has sort of a duality for me, a day where I met my love in a day when I lost one of my greatest friends. So I thought um, in remembering Robert, I would read something from Just Kids. And um, I know it's late. I've been working all day and uh, finishing a project, which I'll tell you about on another date. But tonight, the last, the last minutes of March 9th, I'll read you this. Robert died on March 9th, 1989. When his brother called me in the morning, I was calm, for I knew it was coming almost to the hour. I sat and listened to the aria from Tosca with an open book on my knees and the words, I have lived for art, for love. Suddenly I realized I was shuddering. I was overwhelmed by a sense of excitement, acceleration, as if because of the closeness I experienced with Robert I was to be privy to his new adventure, the miracle of his death. This wild sensation stayed with me for some days. I was certain it couldn't be detected, but perhaps my grief was more apparent than I knew for my husband packed us all up and we drove south. We found a motel by the sea and camped there for the Easter holiday. Up and down the deserted beach I walked in my black wind coat. I felt within its asymmetrical folds, like a princess or a monk. I knew Robert would have appreciated this picture, a white sky, a gray sea, and a singular black coat. Finally, by the sea, where God is everywhere, I gradually calmed. I stood looking at the sky. The clouds were the color of a Raphael, a wounded rose. I had the sensation he had painted it himself. You will see. You will know him. You will know his hand. These words came to me. And I knew one day I would see a sky drawn by Robert's hand. 
Words came and then a melody. I carried my moccasins and waded the water's edge. I had transfigured the twisted aspects of my grief and spread them out as a shining cloth and wrote a memorial song for Robert. It was a wistful little song that conjured the color of his eyes. I sang the words over and over to myself so I wouldn't forget them. Within weeks, I would sing it at his memorial service in the Whitney Museum of Art, where we had dreamed one day of showing our work and where I watched him pensively smoking a cigarette from its trapezoidal window. Flocks of gulls gathered above me. The blue hour was fast approaching. In the distance, I heard a call, the voices of my children. They ran toward me. In this stretch of timelessness, I stopped. I suddenly saw him, his green eyes, his dark locks. I heard his voice above the goals, the childish laughter, and the roar of the waves. Smile for me, Patty, as I am smiling for you.